Dumelang Avusheni and hello hi Mzanzi. Welcome back to Sisters Without Shame, a no holds barred podcast that is proudly brought to you by Healthform Zanzi. I'm your host, Nolutando Nwakani, and I'm here to hold your hand as you seek the answers to those pussy bumps and suspicious lumps you dare not speak of in public. This podcast is a safe space. Is anyone else in the same boat as me? Does anybody else believe that comfort foods should really be a 365-day thing and not exclusive to winter? Food is really good for you when you choose the right ones, and I'm not alone on this vibe. Let's have a listen to this voice note from Claire Storp. Hi, I feel so great after eating eggs and higher-fat foods like bacon. Wondering what foods make you feel good? Specifically carbohydrates, because some carb sources just make me feel lazy and sometimes sad. And some make me feel better. Ish. Don't worry, my darling. Our guest this week is registered dietitian and founder of Eat Drink Health, Joanne Roots. Roots has special interests in lifestyle diseases, neurodisabilities, hormonal imbalances, and obesity. Her aim is to empower individuals with the knowledge to use food as a tool to achieve long-term goals and optimal health. Joanne, can you tell us what is the impact of food on our hormones? Our brain controls all the hormonal levels in our body. So it regulates the signals, the production and the release of hormones throughout our body. Our brain also controls our happy hormones or hormones that can make us feel good. And these hormones are called dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin and endorphins. It's also interesting to know that 37% of people around us are unhappy. That means that at least one in three people you know is unhappy. But it is also more interesting to know that we can improve our own happiness. And improving our happiness is directly linked to our diet. So it turns out that the old saying, you are what you eat, is true, especially in relation to food and mood. So think about it. Your brain is always turned on. It takes care of your thoughts and movements, your breathing, your heartbeat, your senses. It works hard 24-7, even while you're asleep. This means your brain requires a constant supply of fuel. That fuel comes from the food you eat. And what's in the fuel makes all the difference. Put simply, what you eat directly affects the structure and the function of your brain, and ultimately your mood. So eating the right foods that contain lots of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants nourishes the brain and protects it from oxidative stress and toxins. Unfortunately, your brain can also be damaged when eating the wrong foods that can promote damaged toxins and inflammation. Who knew that, you know, food or eating can have so much weight? We think of it as such a menial task. Eat for survival most of the time. Joanne, can you tell us if it is possible for food to aid our mental health and mental well-being? And then also, you know, what kinds of foods would trigger negative emotions? We know inflammation is the number one cause of major mental health conditions. And I always like to say gut inflammation is brain inflammation. 
So if your gut is unhappy, then your brain will be unhappy. There's such a strong and important connection between the gut and the brain. These two parts of our body is connected with the vagus nerve that provides direct two-way communication between the two. So when our food has been digested, two things happen. One, it can either be toxic for us and lead to more inflammation throughout the body and brain, which can contribute to mood disorders, including anxiety and depression. Or two, it can be positive for us. It can improve our gut bacteria and our gut microbe. And that will contribute to more production in the gut of our happy hormone serotonin and therefore improve our mood. However, the two big troublemakers for gut inflammation are sugars and processed foods. These foods will lead to inflammation throughout the body and the brain, which may contribute to mood disorders, anxiety, and depression. So eating many processed foods can also contribute to a larger waistline, feeling sluggish, and potentially lead to insulin imbalances. Processed foods, it includes packaged food, fast food, chips, and sugary foods are your sweets and fizzy drinks and energy drinks and juices. And then when we're feeling stressed or depressed, it's often processed foods we reach for in search for that quick pick-me-up. And it just, again, contribute to this vicious cycle. I always think of them as comfort foods. And you know, mostly get the sugar high. <laughs> yes. Just make you feel worse. Mm, it does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what foods are then best known to boost those happy hormones? Yes. And that is the nice part of everything because there are loads of things we can do to actually boost our happy hormones, to boost our gut, to make our gut healthy so that our brain can be healthy. So I'll summarize that nicely for you. The first thing that we can do is load your plate with a rainbow of colors different colors, fruits and vegetables. Try to have a big colorful salad or fresh vegetables with most of your main meals. When it comes to fruit, blueberries are probably one of my favorite mood enhancing fruits. Research shows that blueberries can potentially reduce inflammation in the brain and that's caused by free radicals. Also, fermented foods are incredibly beneficial for your gut again thus making them great for your mental health. I particularly recommend plain yogurts with live active cultures and kimchi, tempeh, kefir and sauerkraut. It's lovely fermented foods that's widely available these days. And as far as stress goes, fiber is your friend. Dietary fiber promotes the growth of good gut bacteria. And as I say, a happy gut means a happy mood. So the best sources of fiber, that includes all your fruits, your vegetables, your salads, beans, split peas, lentils, nuts and seeds, and whole grain starches. Then magnesium can also ease a stress response by changing the levels of harmful stress chemicals in the brain. It can also help you sleep better. So you can get your magnesium fix in by regularly including foods like chickpeas and dark chocolate, pumpkin seeds, almonds, avocado, and spinach. Another often overlooked ingredient in our kitchen is turmeric. Cumin, its active ingredient, improves the mood and decreases stress and depression. 
And we can use turmeric in a lot of foods. You can just add it to your curries and your casseroles, or you can add it to smoothies, salads, soups, and even tea. I don't know if you've heard of golden tea before. That's when you add turmeric to milk and bag of tea. The trick there, however, is to always add a pinch of black pepper to turmeric to make it more bioavailable in your body. Another thing that I always like to say is consume your foods as close as possible to how they would look in nature. For example, an orange, a nice big fruit, an orange is less processed, as close to its natural form, instead of having orange juice, for instance. There's also dopamine. Dopamine is another happy hormone. And there's plenty of dopamine building foods like fish, poultry, eggs, leafy green vegetables, and your beans and legumes again. Importantly, increase your intake of omega-3 fatty acids. That can be found in fish, flax seeds, chia seeds, and walnuts to help fight off feelings of depression. And then lastly, get your vitamin D level checked because low levels of vitamin D are associated with depression and mood disorders. Vitamin D can be found in fatty fish, egg yolks, liver, and of course, plenty of sunshine will give you loads of vitamin D. So they don't say you must go outside and soak up the sun for nothing also. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Can you also tell us, can you replace certain foods to boost the happy hormones instead? What is the effect of supplements on our happy hormones? The first prize is try to get all of your nutrients from whole foods and a very rich diet. That will always be the go-to. But there are some times we all need a bit of extra help especially with winter time coming and during illness or stressful times. So I often recommend a vitamin D supplement in the winter. You can also consider a probiotic to boost your gut microbe, a good antioxidant supplement to fight off the free radicals and inflammation. And definitely a favorite of mine is an omega-3 fish oil supplement, especially if you're not getting enough omega-3 rich fish in your diet. I wonder what happens with the vegans. You do get vegan-friendly omega-3 supplements. That's more of a pharmaceutical-grade omega-3 and not directly derived from fish. They do have higher needs. You are 100% right. And it becomes a bit more complex to make sure that they are actually meeting their nutritional requirements. I know that a buzzword, especially in the dietetics field of medicine, is the Mediterranean diet. Can you tell us how the Mediterranean diet can impact or trigger feelings of happiness? The Mediterranean diet is a buzzword. I totally agree with you, but it's actually been around for centuries already. The way we think about the word diet today is something that, you know, it's restrictive and it helps you to lose weight, but the Mediterranean diet couldn't be further from that. It's a heart healthy eating pattern that includes food staples of people who live in countries around the Mediterranean Sea, like Greece and Croatia and Italy. And the Mediterranean diet is a style of eating that have naturally evolved over centuries and is most famous for its benefits to heart health. Research now indicate that the Mediterranean diet may also help reduce the risk of depression because of the high amounts of antioxidants included in the diet, along with its reduced intake of red meat, can protect against inflammation and damage to brain cells. But importantly, it actually improves your gut health first, which increases the levels of serotonin, our happy hormone synthesis, that again contributes to a healthy mind. 
the MET diet really ticks all the boxes when it comes to food enhancing foods as well. It tends to be very much plant-based, high in vegetables, high in fruits, unprocessed foods, whole grains, loads of fish and seafood, and only small amounts of red meat and dairy products. They do tend to eat fish instead of fried chicken. They'll eat brown rice instead of a white flour roll. They'll grab a handful of nuts instead of chips. And most importantly, they'll never use something like butter on their bread. It's mostly olive oil. They'll add plenty of vegetables and fruits with every meal. So easy swaps like that will not only keep your heart healthy, but we know now it will keep your mind healthy as well. What you don't eat is also very important in this Mediterranean diet approach. It lacks processed foods and refined foods and sugars, which are staples of the Western dietary pattern. So from my side, I would like to conclude that it's vital that the public is educated that their diet can promote and support their mental health. In the same way, food is promoted for physical health reasons. So what this means is that it's just as important to adapt your way of eating to prevent a mood disorder or manage a mood disorder and keep you happy. Like you would adapt your way of eating if you were diagnosed with diabetes or with cardiovascular conditions. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Sisters Without Shame, Joanne. For more on good mood foods, check out healthfromzanzi.co.za. Now remember, if you are in a medical jam and looking for a shoulder to cry on, you can send an email to hello at healthformzanzi.co.za. Alternatively, you can send a WhatsApp to 076-132-0454. I would never blue tick you, baby. When you're feeling down, it can be tempting to turn to food to lift your spirits. However, the sugary, high-calorie treats that many people resort to have negative consequences of their own. But like Joanne said, certain foods have been shown to improve overall brain health and boost certain hormones in the body. That brings us to the end of episode 52 of Sisters Without Shame, proudly brought to you by Health from Zanzi. From me, Lulu Nakani. have a great week. And remember to show your girl some love by sharing this podcast with a friend.